Hey everyone and welcome to the Nothing Fancy Podcast again. My name is Oscar and this week I got to talk to my longtime friend and theater nerd Marie Diamond. We've been friends since high school and we became really good friends through theater. So this episode has a lot of theater and show talk. We touch on what's happening on Broadway and what it's like to be on both sides of the stage and the screen. Marie loves to share her passionate opinions so this was a lot of fun. And this week, there's no break in the middle of the podcast, so I'll get to all those calls to action right here at the top of the show. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms like Twitter and Facebook at Nothing Fancy Pod, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Maybe even leave us a nice little review if you've got a few minutes. That's enough of me. Remember to be kind and love each other, and I'll talk to you all next week. Enjoy the chat with Marie. I actually hate um, theater exercises. <laughs> Why? I like hate them with a passion because, like, for me, I have to like get mentally into my character, okay. right? And I have to kind of start that process like early, like not early in the day, but like let's say I'm performing at like eight. I need to like get into that mode. Let's say like a half an hour to an at hour like noon. before. Oh, okay. No, I'm saying not at noon. I'm not that dramatic. Are but you like sure? I have to get into char- well, yes, but not not in this context. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so like I have to get into character, and so like when a director makes you do like these exercises, like before performing, mm-hmm. or like you know they like sometimes have you warm up in the theater space before like you guys leave the space. Like it kind of like plays with my head a bit. Because it's like a Marie, but my character at the same time. And it's like, I don't want to do that. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like each show I've been in, I like have to prepare differently. But for the most part, it's like lines are like what I think about before performing. Because once I'm performing, I can't think about the lines. Why don't you just ask to not do the exercises? What? Why don't you just ask to not do the exercises? Well, because I'm not in charge. <laughs> but like, actually, um, my junior year of college, I ended up having like a voice problem. You knew like part of it. But like, so the exercises were literally like putting strain on my voice more. So rather than helping me, it was like hurting me. Mm-hmm. And like in the show, I would scream. So it's kind of like I'm like, straining my voice from screaming every night and then like you're making me do these exercises like this, these exercises are helping everyone else like it's great for them but it's actually really bad for me so it was like a hot mess so at one point I think I did tell her like I can't do the exercises because the doctor was trying to tell me not to perform and it was like a week before the show and I was like no that's not happening that's not a thing I'm still performing <laughs> um so yeah so you so, couldn't get more dramatic exercises <laughs> anyway sorry <laughs> I feel like they're important like I'm not gonna be like they're not important they're important and like if they're your thing do them what about like th- but, like like uh the games that you would have to play like zip zap zap and uh like those games commit. I love those like my little heart you know like uh, are I you, love are you as sad as I am that in the heights have been has been pushed back oh I'm a little sad about it but I feel like it's the wise choice I mean, of because course, but I'm just pissed. I, that I just wanted to see it already. Come out because, you know, they did one of the kids' movies. They, like, released it straight to, like, you can purchase the movie now. Yeah, Trolls. And Trolls I'd came rather out like have, that. Yeah, like, my family was just watching it. So I'd rather have them push in the heights back than have them do that. 
you know, like I rather them wait to give it like the recognition it deserves and the attention it deserves. So, like I get it. I mean, I guess, um, but I want to see it. Though, oh, that closing for a while. I mean, it see, doesn't that's affect me as much as it affects you. It. You're gonna see in the hype. Broadway shows. Some of them know. Like Broadway shows are four times more expensive than a fucking movie. So <laughs> I'm probably gonna go see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the point is that you're gonna still have that opportunity. Yes. Like some shows were supposed to open this season might not even open at all. Or like, I don't even understand how. So, okay. Elephant in the room. I'm trying to not bring it up. I'm going to bring it up. Beetlejuice. Oh, I'm bringing it up. I'm going there. Filter this if you need to. So, do you know the drama with Beetlejuice? No, I don't know the drama. Probably not. Okay. No. Of course I don't. The drama Beetlejuice. I'm not as is, I'm not as checked into the Broadway world as, as you think I wait, am. Wait, have you seen it? Side note. Beetlejuice? No. The last thing I saw was uh Percy Jackson when it was on. How was that? Um, it was okay. It was very, very, very campy. Um uh, I got that vibe from the like song I heard. But you know I love campy. I'm a sucker for campy. Right. The person I I went to see it with I really enjoyed it. So uh, I'm happy for them. <laughs> uh I was it was You're fine like a for tough me. critic though. I am a little bit of a tough critic. Uh but it was it was fine. The music was fine. It was funny. Uh one of the actors in it, I was really like I, I loved him. Uh, he played like the best friend or one of them. Uh he was really good. He well, this Beetlejuice drama, I want your honest opinions about this. Sure. Give me so, all the give me all the deets and then I'll I'll it's, tell you it's, my it's honest like opinion. It's like a hot minute of me explaining stuff. I mean, so I apologize in advance. This is how you usually are, so I know. <laughs> like I'll try not to go into ten tangents this one time. But so with Beetlejuice, they've been like doing pretty good. Like they even smashed some box like office records. Now granted there's been some times where like, you know, they haven't met their quota or whatever you want to call the producing language but for the most part like it's been doing really well you know it's a well-known show because of the movie so obviously a lot of the like audience members are coming from that they're marketing it as a family show which is definitely not but like they're getting ticket sales through that so the theater decides to book the music man for the next Broadway season right and that has uh, Hugh Jackman Jackman. right yeah go. so i, I was like bit. oh my god hugh jackman i'm wet all this shit whatever i love him but two things i don't actually like the show music man but it's an old show and so the only reason you're going to get people to come see it is literally they're coming to see him they're coming to see the other famous actors you casted nobody actually wants to be like oh my god i want to see this show so badly like i miss music man so much you know what i mean Right. So they're literally pushing Beetlejuice out of the theater so Music Man can come in. Now, normally when a show ends and another show comes, it's because like, you know, the show ran its course. It's time for a new show, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Ticket sales aren't doing well, blah, blah, blah. But that's not the case here. Like the show's actually doing really well. The show's getting rave reviews. When they announced that the show's going to be closing, the theater community bugged the fuck out like everyone except for you was like oh my god what's going on <laughs> you said so everyone except for me yeah everyone except for you because you didn't know what's going on <laughs> i mean i'm in the theater community but i'm not in that part of the theater i'm not on the broadway community scene <laughs> you're not in the fans of you but so then people were like well if the theater is the issue then just get another theater which 
So everyone's like, oh, this makes sense. Just move into another theater. My thing is, why the fuck can't Music Man go find another theater? But that's just my personal view. But so all the fans and like either not like people that aren't fans, like actual real people, I guess, are saying like move it to another theater. So the producers were like in talks about this or like considering it, but no decision was made. Now, originally for what's going on right now, they closed Broadway shows through the middle of April. Then obviously they extended it to June, which means Beetlejuice has ended without having an ending, you know? Which, again, like, this is happening to a lot of shows. So I'm not trying to be selfish. Like, oh, my God, Beetlejuice is the only show affected. But Beetlejuice didn't get a proper ending. And they've said so far they're not, they haven't decided, hey, we're going to move to another theater. So now the options are like, well, are they going to tour the show? But you have to think about, like, those set pieces and, like, I don't know how easy it is for that show to be toured. But I think they should just bring it to another theater. They just need to stop. And I need to see the show. And Alex Brightman's like a god. So, so I, I think emotional. the whole thing just boils down to you just haven't seen it. So it's, you're more it's not upset about, about me, that. Okay? Uh-huh. It's yeah. not about me. No, like, it's like, I don't understand. Like, a show's doing well. They're selling tickets. It's an in-demand show. Like, there, there wasn't a lot of shows this season in compared to other seasons. And so Beetlejuice being from a season before, you know, like it's still doing really well. Like in the shows that like people want to see, like it's there, you know, like, and I do feel a lot of it has to do with, you know, it being a musical on a movie, of course, but it's kind of like, why stop something that's good? Well, do you know, especially, sorry, especially because <laughs> I feel like music man's not going to have the success they think it's going to have. Mm-hmm. So then why you don't think that they'll just be like, all right, Beetlejuice, you can come back. They're not going to do that. Mm. Well, there's plenty yeah. of theaters opening but if up you now. Think about it, like, you know, they brought Hello Dolly back. Yeah. Everyone loved it. Everyone saw it. Who's they in it? saw it Sut- for the actresses. Sutton Foster was in it? Right? No, that's modern. That's, I think that's modern. No, it was Bernadette Peters. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's um, right. That's right. Who was the one before? I don't know. I saw Bernie the Pete. It was like a really big meme. Everyone was like obsessed with seeing it. I'm going to Google it. See, I don't see Broadway memes. Anyways, my point was like, you brought like an old show. Like, yes, there's going to be fans of the show. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say like all old shows aren't good. Like these are like classics. I appreciate classics. But the only reason why you're selling tickets to these classics is because of the names you're attaching with the show. Right. I mean, it's unfair. I think it's I think it's unfair, but uh, I think money talks in the Broadway world, unfortunately. And whoever that's what sells. Yeah, it's money. It's money talks. That really sucks for Beetlejuice. I would have. I would have wanted to see it. I also wanted to see School of Rock when it was out, uh, which I know School of Rock was so good. Uh, but I n- never got the chance to do it. There's a lot of shows I, I want to see, but I never get the chance to, to see so it. So Sutton Foster actually is going to be in Music Man. Oh, there you go. And so it's going to be huge, jo- huge. Huge. <laughs> huge, yeah, Jackman. I mean, he is. Sutton <laughs> Foster. And then, so Jefferson Mays is going to be in it, and he's like the big Broadway name because he was in A Gentleman's Guide for the Murder, which was an amazing show. And that, uh, but, oh, no, it's not off-Broadway. That's a... Uh, play that goes wrong i always confuse those two. Oh my god the play that goes wrong though can we just appreciate that i never saw it either 
uh, the, again, well, it's off somebody Broadway, I know. So we're going, but it. it's really sure. good. Me and Toby and Nina went, and we were like a little tipsy, so it made it a lot better. Um, <laughs> but I think when really I saw deal. I saw something rotten. With an ex. Yeah, you uh, taught me that trick. Uh, yeah, it just go see it drunk, and it just, it just gets so much funnier. <laughs> Austin's like, if it's a funny show, pregame, get some drinks during the show. Exactly. And isn't um, well, play that goes wrong is on New World. Is that New World stages, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and there are uh, uh, blockheads right there in that little like plaza. Yep. There you go. And Mother Vegan now. <laughs> they, oh, whatever. Uh, they. <laughs> They have good drinks, okay. Are they vegan drinks? Um, <laughs> just water. Anyway. They have really good water. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to make fun, but I have, I have to make fun. It, I, I have um, to make fun of that. It's just. Anyways, they have good drinks. I'm so serious. They yeah, have like a whole cocktail menu. Yeah, really good <laughs> water. Mind, really like good seltzer ownership. water. The lemon water is really like good. Like that water. Like, <laughs> that cucumber water. It's really fucking good. It's like fresh cucumbers every day. That's not what I said, <laughs> but anyways, they got some good cocktails. Okay. Fine. Like I'll just go to Blockheads and have some fucking Mexican food while I have a frozen margarita. That's Whatever. what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'll go have some actual chicken tacos with a margarita, and I'll, I'll be set. I'll meet you guys at the show. Anyways, <laughs> Blockheads like has gotten me effed up a few times not gonna lie has gotten you what effed up a few times uh well yeah it's that's what it's known for i love blockhead <laughs> what else what other drama did uh do you like that hamilton thing on the uh oh my god it was the sweetest thing wasn't cried. it it was very sweet First of all, that little girl doesn't understand like how intense that was. She has no idea. Like, she does not understand. No. Like she saw Lynn and was so, like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> she's like, "Oh, Lynn." First of all, and then she's like, "A whole bunch of people are joining," and I'm just like, "Do you? You don't know any of these though. people, do you?" <laughs> her whole thing was like, "Oh, she can't go see Hamilton." Right. It's not like they gave her the current cast. Right. They, they gave like, her the original cast. OG, yeah. OG. Word. Yeah. And then. Like, they even had, like, Javi in it. I didn't even notice Javi was in it the first time I watched it. <laughs> so, the fact that they even included him, I was just like, wow. My thing with all these Zoom concert and, like, practices and things, there's a delay in whenever you're talking to someone. So, how are exactly are you doing that? Well, that, that's, I want to know. <laughs> like, no, this is what I want to know. So, like, on Zoom, traditionally, whoever's talking, it shows them bigger, right? So yeah. who is sitting there editing like the viewpoint of the actors? Because you have like people seeing like four people at the same time. I don't know. I think I think it, it must have been an editor doing it because what it must have happened is everyone recorded their own thing and uploaded it, and then that's just that's the best way I can think of getting the audio and the video correct. Because if no, you're just getting it from one computer, zooming. yeah, yeah, they were actually so, zooming. Like, so no, I think they had to like record the whole thing and then edit like because they had the some people together, some people by themselves. Yeah, like, yeah. it was it's a lot of work. I'm just that's why I'm saying uh someone took the one Zoom call and then took everyone's recorded individual Zoom call. No, I don't want to believe together. that that happened. That's Sorry. that's how editing works. That's how they yeah, were all yeah, the Zoom called together. It's called e- e- editing magic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
I want to see Hamilton too, but again, pricey. I want to see it. Too. <laughs> Talking about prices, and I'm fucking. I was looking up flights to Ireland in September. <laughs> like, Wait, you were looking up what? Flights to Ireland in September. Oh, we out. I mean, if you wanna, it's four. You know how many four seventy eight trying to plan right now? Four seventy eight round trip in September. Round trip? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's dope. I'd do it. I'd want to do it so badly, but uh, there's uh, emotional attachments that haven't been figured out yet. <laughs> so once I figure that, we're not gonna go there. We're gonna go tomorrow. <laughs> once I figure that shit out, I mean, just going anywhere right now. <laughs> but once you figure all so that shit out, the funny thing is, I've been dying for a trip. Mm-hmm. I keep being like, "Oh, like I need a vacation. I need a vacation. I want to go somewhere." And then everything happens. I'm like, "Well, I guess I'm going nowhere." <laughs> but Words, I've like, been teaming for a trip. Like if this if this quarantine wouldn't have happened, I would have probably been gone. I wouldn't be here right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, truthfully, if like I would have called out from work for a month and gone somewhere, just bye, peace, see ya. Do you think like by your birthday things are gonna be good or no? Um, by July, I think I think we might be slowly getting back to it. Um. Like I know for my job, at least we're not, <laughs> we don't have anything we're doing until long time from now. Um, our hope is to get in the building in like maybe July, August. Um, I don't know. I hope, but it doesn't matter. My birthday never fucking matters. So it's fine. <laughs> well, cause I was going to say you should do like a trip for your birthday. Yeah. But I don't think it's yeah. going to be. No, I I, don't, I, I think at that point it's not going to, I don't think we're going to be ready as the, as a world for complete life to restart. I don't know. I think I it's mean, like fallish. When, when they were writing the Hunger Games, this is not what they had in mind, you know? Like. <laughs> well, the rest of the world has to die off for it to be Hunger Games. What district are we in? I think it's like 11. We would not be eleven. Yeah. We would be like one or two. No, there's a there's a map of. Uh, oh, which there's a map. Yeah, yeah. Why would New York be like eleven? Okay. Oh, we wouldn't even be in it. <laughs> We'd be thirteen. Of course we would. <laughs> but we're like a little bit out of range as uh, being on the southern end of of New York. Yeah, we'd be we we oh. wouldn't be included. We'd be on we'd be thirteen if anything, so we'd be the worst off. I thought we would be like Canaan or something, or the capital. Well, the capital's in like the the middle of the country. These are not accurate depictions. Because well, well, I'm definitely capital material. So. I don't know if you're capital. You're as dramatic <laughs> as a capital material. <laughs> your well, hair, your hair goes federal, along with it. The federal hey. The Federal Reserve District, which is the two, but that's not what we're that's, talking that's about. That's different. <laughs> um, like, did that just kill my whole mood? Like, I'm not capital material. No. Like, oh, we, I think we all knew that. You you ask any I of mean, your friends, they'll tell you that. They're a lot. Know, okay, they're a lot meaner than I am. I feel like I feel like on the like exterior, I could be like, oh, like I'm capital material, but like in internally. I'm like defiant, so I'll definitely be like 12, 13. Okay, take it back. <laughs> okay. I got some catness running through me. I agree. 
Wait, so, do you have uh, Disney Plus? I'm sure you yes. do. You have a fucking child in your a home. Um, High School Musical, the series. High School Musical, the musical, the series. All right, get it fucking right. I haven't right. watched it yet. Oh my God. I know I'm dying to watch <laughs> Sorry, it. Sorry, I got very I excited. That one, I'm that, not mentally ready. That is very good. That is very good. I just, just that. Wait, so you like it? Oh I my like God. it. I like it. I like how cheesy it is. I like. Wait, uh, you like it or you love it? Which I, is it? I I love it. Uh, oh my God! <laughs> I was watching week to week. I was that into it uh, when it was coming out weekly. Yeah, I, I was in. I had a lot of fun watching in, it. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I was in the Disney store and they had like East High apparel. I guess because of the new show. And I was like, I need all of this. Like they had sweaters and like shirts and jackets. I was like, I need this. It's so like good. I would rep this school more than I rep my actual school. The drama like, is so cheesy, but it's so cute and it's lovely. It is truly lovely. You know what's funny? Like when High School Musical first came out, I hated it because it's literally the same time I started getting like in love with actual musicals. So I was like, High School Musical isn't a real musical, like it's fake, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I was like, oh, I hate this, blah, blah, blah. So that's what, like middle school, almost high school, right? Mm-hmm. So end of high yeah, school so. into college, I'm like, High School Musical is life. I'm watching it. <laughs> number two, slop. Number three, hit. Like, I'm like in love with it. Not when I was a child. Not when I was supposed to like it. Oh, after the fact. I think we were in middle school when two came out. Uh, at least I was. We were in middle school when it came out. But you know, like in middle school when you're like, oh, like I'm so cool, like I'm better. Oh, than I everyone. loved it. Like, no, me and my friends loved it, and we were out, or at least the four of my friends, we were outcasts. So I didn't go fuck. <laughs> I, I loved it. We went out, and when the two came out and the soundtrack came out, we went out and bought the soundtrack. <laughs> I like to know the dance to bop to the top 100 we we all try to learn the words to uh, uh okay no i can never i still can't <laughs> i think we did it at one point I like, now i don't know it but uh, they like cut that song and still use it yeah it's like, a bonus song it's a yeah, it's a like, trailer if you or, watch uh, the movie like is. she talks about like oh we have to practice our song we have to practice our song and yeah. it's like that's what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I just totally ripped off Camp Rock. Like, that's the girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I think about that movie every now and then. I don't think about that one too often. Camp Rock. That is when I realized that Demi Lovato has a big ass smile. It's so wide. It's just... Yeet. I love Demi Lovato. I just got um, Demi Lovato clothes. Like, like her, like her line? Yeah, she like partnered with Fabletics, so I got like a pair of leggings from like her partner line, like her line, I guess. They're really cute. I'm very happy Put for that you. Plug in Fabletics plugin. Uh, they don't sponsor. <laughs> I think we're fine. Not sponsored at all. <laughs> uh, Anchor sponsors me. All right, get at me for that. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I know. Well, they just they let anyone fucking uh, do it, so. <laughs> Technically, I did get paid for a performance, so I am a working actor officially. Um, yep. Funny enough, I'm not union by any means, but my friend went to be um, an extra in the show. 
And I don't understand. This always happens to my friends. And I'm like, 100% this will never happen to me. But they go for an extra work and they get told to be a character. And the guy was doing, the director was like, hey, are you union? And he was like, no. He's like, you are now because I'm about to do you for this show. Nice. And I'm just like, this is like one in a million chances. Like I said, people go into like, extra casting thinking like oh my god like i'm gonna become famous and it's like no you're gonna like how often do you go to extra castings so i only did extra work twice and for one time it was for an independent film and they cut me out of it because like it's me and then the second time it was for a student film or like a student pilot but i like extra work like it's so much and like I feel like it takes a certain kind of person to like like it or like want to do it because you have to do the same thing like multiple times so many times and then it's like what you worked on for like seven hours is literally five seconds in a scene you know I mean I guess the motivation there is to to do enough of those gigs to get union gigs yeah, well, like, some people do it for unions, some people make, like, careers out of it, or some people just do it, like, for the experience, like, you know, like, you're on a real set, you're, you know, around real equipment, like, right. you know, it's a totally different world, like, even the the pilot that I was working on, this was, like, an NYU project, and they had, like, you know, full-on equipment, they had the whole shebang, and it's, like, a professional, like, experience, you know, or, like, you're shooting, like, mine wasn't on a set. Mine was, like, shooting in a school. But it's, like, it's invaluable experience. Like, the experience is important and it's, like, necessary. But it's, like, some people do it a lot more than others, you know? Mm-hmm. And people have different reasons. I know some people that did it literally for money because it's, like, you can guarantee, you know, $200 for a day of work. And they would strategically do it because they have, like, four pieces of work scheduled for a week, you know, like, you're making as much money as someone who's working a regular job is, you know, depending on how, you know, your cards are paid. Right. So that's, but that's how, times, that's how my, my side of the business works where it's like, you have to keep booking jobs and hopes that you might get a job. That's a steady gig. It. Huh? But like my friend, I was saying you have to be strategic about it. Oh yeah. But like yeah. My friend was doing it for like, he had like a break off of work. I want to say like maybe like a month. So he was doing it for the month, but he like had to strategically plan it. But there was times where like he was booked for like an evening shoot, right? And then the next day had an early call morning shoot. So yeah, it's like that's so basically normal. you're not sleeping. Yeah, that's pretty normal. When I first started like, in the if business. You're, yeah, I can't. Yeah, it would be like uh, a sixteen hour day, the first day one, and it'd be like eight AM to I don't know. 2 a.m. and then next day you have another 8 a.m. call that you got to get to i've done calls where it's like a three-hour break that i had just because that's how i booked myself and i was like oh shit so gotta do that but lucky enough now i'm at a full-time gig where i don't gotta do all that so you know but see with that it's like you have those like big break spaces what big breaks you'd want to book yourself every day as much as you can because you want that you want the money and you want the recognition of the people you're trying to work for. So it's just, I feel like that's the that's same thing. That's another thing, 
too is like you want to get in front of a specific group of people. Like you want to be seen. Right. But there's certain actors that are like, I'm not going to do background work. I'm above that. And I'm like, "Mm, but are you? Because how many movies have you been in? How right. many TV shows that well, can that's I just point you out on? That's, you know? just a, that's just someone with a big ego. <laughs> and I, I know designers that are like that. And they're like, oh, doing tech work? Fuck out of here. I'm not going to do that. And it's just like, well, are you above it? Like, are you? You're not even that good of a designer. So You're like, not even good at what you do. Yeah, so can like you fucking swing a wrench real quick? Because I need you to. <laughs> but speaking on our experience both together and on my own, I was like not as fortunate to be a part of amazing theater programs where we had like the luxury of production staff at all times. So as an actor, I stepped up a lot, like to fill certain production roles. And it was never like, I'm, I'm an actor, so I'm not going to touch props. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, I'm doing whatever I can to like better our show and our production. You know, mm-hmm. or like there was times where like we had production people that didn't know what they were doing or didn't know the job or didn't try to like learn stuff. And so it's kind of like, well, if something's going to get done. Right. I mean, like that's just, that's just the type of people you and I are. It's just that we, we work hard for the, the show we're on and what we're doing. But I think because of that, like we got that experience of oh, the yeah. quote unquote other side. Yeah, we're much more know? appreciative then, of, of both sides. So it's not like, and also because of that, we started to like explore the production side of things. So like you literally work. Oh yeah, now I am in production. that field now. <laughs> like, what were you an actor for ten minutes? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, for a little bit. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. A, I mean, I'm not that great. I, if anything, if I had gone down the acting path, I think I would have been typecast as the cousin slash best friend who was just there for like the comedic relief, if that, or just uh, you know the the background big guy. That's really my. That would be my role. Like, no, which is fine. I like that. I like those those gigs. Uh, but because they're so easy for you to play, though. right? That's it's why you so like easy them. for me. Um, like when you were in um, Sierra and Rocky in high school, like right. those lines. Were yeah, everyone thought they were they were my you. Line. <laughs> like yeah, like I literally had people asking me, "Did Oscar write his lines?" I was like, "No, yeah. this is a play with a script." They're like, "But are you sure?" <laughs> yeah, like, I remember uh, Irvin. He used to ask me all the time. He was like, yo, you wrote those things? I'd be like, no, dude. <laughs> that, was, that was that was in the fucking play. It wasn't me. Well, the hilarious part is that the musical that was like a hot mess that I was in. Oh, jeez. I was in written it. By, <laughs> oh, yeah, you were. <laughs> Wait, that's an example of how you helping out with um, a production. Right, I became, having a, role I became a stage manager real quick. <laughs> and then the, you played the coach. And I played the coach. Yeah, I did all that. But, so like, that show was actually written by the students, quote unquote, about students. Right. And none of it seemed realistic. No, that was a mess. But your character in a scripted play... Well, yeah, because because someone that's that's because an actual writer was writing that one and not you know five <laughs> students who couldn't get their shit together or really wanted to do it. We gotta we gotta stop triggering me with rants. <laughs> triggering you what? I get triggered. Oh, and triggering I go on rant. you. Then that's the point. Uh, I right. was like, I'm not helping myself. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, thank you, uh, Marie, for uh, coming on. This was a lot of fun. 
Thanks for having me and letting me rant the whole time. <laughs> I enjoyed it. You know how I, uh, it's what I do best. It is what you do best. Uh, thank you so much. Bye. <laughs>